using garbage to break ties with Russia. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. The cryptocurrency industry, including Bitcoin, is energy intensive, requiring huge amounts of electricity to run numerous arrays of computers in which so-called crypto miners verify transactions. Where that power comes from is creating a power struggle in at least one local community. In the Finger Lakes area of upstate New York, known for its great wines, natural beauty, and recreational opportunities, the crypto mining company Greenage is coming under fire, not only for the amount of natural gas it burns, but also the noise and air pollution it creates. In addition, the plant sucks up almost 140 million gallons of water each day for cooling and to make steam to turn turbines. Then it dumps hot water up to 108 degrees Fahrenheit back into Seneca Lake, endangering aquatic species. The crypto mining industry faces strong criticism from environmentalists and some politicians over its high carbon footprint. One Bitcoin transaction uses 2,000 kilowatt hours of electricity, enough to power an average household in the U.S. for more than 70 days. Last week, a campaign led by the Environmental Working Group and Greenpeace USA called Change the Code, Not the Climate, was launched to drastically reduce the amount of power the industry uses. They say it could cut energy demand by 99%. However, critics claim that most companies won't adopt the code change because they're invested in systems they already use. Sea cucumbers are not vegetables. They're invertebrates that look like lumpy worms and are related to starfish and urchins. Sea cucumbers perform an important role in marine environments, using their feet, which look like tentacles around their mouths, to break down tiny particles of algae and recycle nutrients. But the critters are threatened by poachers. A new study from Michigan State University shows that once thriving populations off Mexico have collapsed because of illegal trafficking, much of it from international criminal syndicates. There are more than 1,200 known species of sea cucumbers. They're considered a delicacy in Asia and used in traditional medicine. One kilogram can sell for hundreds of dollars in Hong Kong. Protecting sea cucumbers is a challenge. Authorities often lack the resources to patrol the vast areas where the theft occurs, and conservation efforts are difficult since they don't have the same appeal of pandas or baby seals. Europe depends on Russia for over 40% of its oil and gas supplies. Last week, several European countries asked residents to consume less energy amid growing concerns Moscow could turn off the tap. While conservation can significantly reduce demand, in the long term, the EU wants to reduce its reliance on Russian gas by two-thirds by the end of this year and stop all imports before 2030. The plan pushes for more wind and solar, but also calls for garbage not to go to waste. Biogas, also known as biomethane, is energy produced from a variety of materials or feedstock, including sewage, seaweed, agricultural, and forestry waste, as well as discarded household food and animal manure. 
The benefit of biogas is that it prevents rotting materials from ending up in landfills and releasing methane, a potent greenhouse gas. Its downside is that some waste material is coming from crops like corn being grown for energy rather than food, which could exacerbate the world hunger crisis. Also, the rush to produce more feedstock could lead to deforestation. For that reason, experts say biogas can only be one component of a comprehensive strategy to untether from Russian energy. And finally, speaking of waste, the food we eat has a water footprint, not only from growing crops and feeding livestock, but also from producing and manufacturing the end product we find on our grocery shelves, a process that can create a lot of wastewater. But according to researchers in Sweden, that wastewater can be used as fertilizer for growing seaweed to help feed a rising global population. It's estimated that by 2050, 10 billion people will live on Earth, creating a need for sustainably produced protein. Seaweeds are a good source of minerals and vitamins and also have antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties, but they have a lower protein content than other plant-based crops like soybeans. That is, until you add the food processing wastewater. The researchers found that when land-based seaweed farms were fertilized with the water, the seaweed grew more than 60% faster, and its protein content quadrupled. For the experiment, they used wastewater from salmon and herring farming, shellfish processing, and oat milk manufacturing. The best part? Some of the seaweed could, in turn, be fed to the fish to make the system completely circular. That's it for This Week in Water. Support comes from G.C. Green, a veteran, woman, and Native American-owned clean energy and resiliency solutions company. Learn more at gcgreen.com.